Hey, listener, are you happy with your current chicken wings? Do you wish you had something a little saucier? If you answered yes, then it might be time for you to break up with your old chicken wings and get a new honey. Lemon pepper wing from Popeye's. Share the wings with your friends so they can see it's time to move on, too. Head to Popeye's and get six-piece honey lemon pepper wings for $5.99 at participating U.S. restaurants. Price may vary. Remember the Thai cave rescue? What about the mission depicted in Black Hawk Down or the epic rescue shown in Captain Phillips? You've probably heard of all of these, but did you know that U.S. Air Force Special Warfare played a pivotal role in all of them? These airmen are the most highly trained warriors on the planet. Other forces like the SEALs and Army Rangers call on them to provide skills no one else can. Not many people make the cut, but if you think you can, visit AirForce.com to learn more. This is the Busted Open Podcast. You can listen to the full show Monday through Saturday from 9 a.m. to noon Eastern on Sirius XM Fight Nation Channel 156. Welcome to the Busted Open Podcast. This is Dave LaGreca. On today's episode, the innovator of violence, the landlord of the House of Hardcore, and the heart and soul of professional wrestling. Tommy Dreamer and I give our predictions, our surprises for the Royal Rumble coming up on Saturday. And boy, do I have a big one. Also, it's Tony time with Tony Khan, owner and president of AEW, right here on the Busted Open Podcast. What do you think of some of the biggest surprises we might see on Saturday? I don't want to give away surprises that I feel that we may see outside of the ones we already talked about, because it's kind of then you're ruining it for others. I would like to state that I do feel Ronda Rousey will come back, and if she does come back, she wins the Royal Rumble. On the men's side, and this is going to be when I wake up uh, tomorrow, I'll see everyone talking about it. Who is going to win the men's Royal Rumble? And I say this because I look at the wrestlers who were in it. And then I say for booking, who is going to face Brock Lesnar? Who is going to face Roman Reigns? And not saying that Bobby Lashley cannot beat Brock Lesnar, not saying that Seth Rollins cannot beat Roman Reigns. But when I say that I feel this year's Royal Rumble will be make the internet angry come Sunday. Are you ready? Yeah, go ahead. The winner, my prediction, Omos. Well, you've been saying that Omos since day one is a future world champion. So you think Omos is going to win the Rumble and challenge one of the world champions? And people will hate every second of it. Yes. But Roman Reigns has kind of been leaning towards babyface. Brock Lesnar has been leaning more towards babyface. If something happens, my go-to would be Brock Lesnar versus Roman Reigns at WrestleMania. But I don't think that's going to happen. So if that does, I'm just looking at everybody in the mix, who's going to win it or who needs it. He's the guy that if he wins it, solidifies it. And now he's the giant that either Roman or Brock defeat or that they lose to. And oh my gosh, what heat he'll have come wow. Sunday. 
I mean, well, Tommy, I think you're fucking nuts. I don't think there's any chance that Omos is going to win the Royal Rumble. I think you're crazy. No disrespect okay. to Omos, but let me put, put say that for the record. And number two, Tommy, I think that Bobby Lashley is beating Brock Lesnar on Saturday at the Royal Rumble. Good what for say you. you? What say you? <laughs> what? What say you? What say you? Yeah, what say you? I don't understand if this is a question. What yes. say you? Are what you asking you? me what am I thinking? I get that from the uh, the God, the Podfather Conrad Thompson says that a lot, and I listen to a lot of Conrad. So, what say you? What say well, you? Uh, well, I don't know what you're asking me. Uh, <laughs> I like the match. I think it's a match that's been built up for a long, long time. I would love to see Bobby Lashley beat Brock Lesnar. I do not think going into WrestleMania, Brock or Roman will lose those titles. You have to sell out two nights of a very, very large arena, and I'm going to go with the two biggest guns that I have ablazing for that. Um, I really do feel, and I, Bully and I mentioned this yesterday, I feel that Lashley is beating Brock. Which would then call, and it could be shenanigans. Heyman could get involved. The Usos can get involved, which would get Brock back involved in Roman Reigns on SmackDown, and that sets up your match between Brock and Roman at WrestleMania. So, so then you have I, Lashley versus Omos. Yeah, that'll work. Uh, Lashley versus, uh, would you, all right. <laughs> I, I mean, I don't think it's going to happen, but I'll, okay, okay. David. Let me if ask you. They, they, haven't said, they haven't told you everybody who's in the Royal Rumble. But if you look at the people who are in it, who stands a chance to win it? Or who stands a chance to main event? Because you got to understand, that's the stipulation. So they're going to go into WrestleMania main eventing night number two or night number one. So who do you think is going to win it? Is there anyone on that post like, that guy's going to win it? There really isn't. Biggie. There you go. Maybe big biggie biggie. Already Lashley. had his moment. Already had his moment. He I don't even know if he's even extracted his rematch clause yet. But already had his moment. He was last year. Not gonna be Drew. Austin Theory, no way. Are you kidding me? It's almost as bad as Omos. Okay. <laughs> I have a We'll see. No, but I mean, it's as much as I just shitted on it, the more you talk about it, it is it is a possibility. Speaking of Omos, what about uh, AJ Styles? But again, there's no story there. AJ Styles, it, it's no longer his time. He debuted six years ago at the Royal Rumble. AJ is in that AJ mode. He's a credible challenger. It, that The story is no longer about him. It's a, it's an excellent question because Omos, you said it since day one. This guy's a future world champion. Could it be a surprise? Could it could it be somebody that we're not even talking about winning the Rumble, Tommy? I'll ne- I told you this before. When I was in India, a locker room of men was making fun of this giant, clumsy man in the ring doing. He was not even a wrestler. Well, yeah, maybe he was just a little bit. And I saw them all making fun of this big, jacked up goof. And I said, I know I'll be putting that guy over. 
And so will that, and that guy will be our, our future champion because he looked like such a unique person. And that was the great Kali. And everybody who mocked him lost to him. All right, here's who we have so far that's officially a part of the Rumble on Saturday, okay? And stop mm-hmm. me if you think it's somebody that could possibly win, okay? Stop Angelo right Dawkins. There. Angelo Dawkins. Before you go any further, you will be eliminated, Angelo Dawkins. Montez Ford. Yep, keep going. Rey Mysterio. Dick's one nine. Nope, see ya. Dominic Mysterio. Never. See ya. Austin Theory. Nope. See ya. Johnny Knoxville. Oh, he'd get more heat than Omos. <laughs> Johnny Knoxville should get eliminated by Pete Rose, and then Kane should come out and kill Pete Rose. Next. Seamus. Continue. An interesting one. Damian Priest. Nope. AJ Styles. Nope. I think you already answered this one. Big E. Nope. Happy Corbin. Nope. Unhappy Corbin. <laughs> nope. Uh, Mad Cat Boss. <laughs> Is that the guy with the suspenders? Yes. Yep. That's there you go. Okay. No one has, has we ever seen anybody in suspenders win the Royal Rumble? No. It's okay, a lost art. Go. There you go. I'm going to bring him back. Heel Dream is going to bring back the suspenders. And I'll Sammy use it to hold up my bosoms. <laughs> Sammy Zayn. <laughs> nope. <laughs> Kofi Kingston. Nope. Kevin Owens. Nope. Otis. No. Chad Gable. Nope. Randy Orton. Always a possibility, but No. His tag team stuff is really, really good. Would have to turn on Riddle before all that and become the bad Randy Orton again. Dolph Ziggler. Uh, He will be a great elimination for somebody. Uh, Bobby Roode. Same. Omos. (laughs) There you go. I have to say, after reading the names... Probably the most likely to win the Rumble. Of the names that are officially in, I have to take back what I said and apologize to you, even though I don't think he's going to win. For those who are entered as of right now, as we speak, Omos has probably got the best chance of anybody on that list, Tommy. Yes. Throw in throw in a legend that he could eliminate. The guy has instant credibility, instant heat. And again... Then you have him destroy everybody to get to the main event of WrestleMania. So judging by that list, Tommy, there's only eight wrestlers. uh, There's only eight openings left in the Royal Rumble. Yeah. I honestly, I know we threw him. uh, He, he didn't, he got thrown off by the question. I don't think Seth Rollins is beating Roman Reigns, if Roman Reigns goes back into the Rumble and wins it, yes, that works. But you don't need it. You're going way around the the block to go straight to what you need. Again, I'm going to say this right now, Tommy. Unless there's a big surprise that we don't know about, 
of the names I mentioned, Omos probably has the best chance of winning this year's Royal Rumble. Okay, then think of surprises. Undertaker, not going to happen. Oh, the handcuff would be fucking sweet. If Undertaker goes and enters this year's Royal Rumble, wins the Rumble, and he's doing the handcuff in front of this year's WrestleMania time, one knee, baby, one knee, ah, the tongue sticking out, ah, with the handcuff. Ah, oh, my God, did you just get me so excited? Ah, the in fucking Dallas, handcuff, Texas. man. In, in Dallas. Texas. And then he could defeat Brock, but then guess Holy what? Brock's God. no longer a baby face. Thank I don't you. care. It moved. It moved. How about th- it just fucking moved? I might have to change my pants after you just said that. I'm talking about, how about this? Undertaker, surprise engine in a rumble, wins the rumble, goes to one knee, sticks out the tongue, does the handcuff towards the WrestleMania sign, and then your main event at WrestleMania, Undertaker Roman. We've seen the, the last ride. What was the match? that he was most disappointed in his career. It was the match with Roman Reigns at WrestleMania 33. Roman beat him at WrestleMania 33. This is his chance to right the wrong of the match that he least that he liked the least, that he was disappointed, that brought tears to his eyes. So this then you're going to have the, the Undertaker wrong. as your champion. You don't even need him to win. <laughs> you have him just put on a fucking classic, man, and right the wrong of WrestleMania 33. Think about it, Tommy. Think about it. He, We all watched the Last Ride documentary. He looked back at it embarrassed. I can't believe this. He's, he's working out. We've seen him working out. Now, he's saying it's because for his wife, Michelle, but it may be for his return at this year's Royal Rumble. And he fucking wins it, man. He fucking wins the Rumble. Fucking down on one knee. <laughs> fucking down at the WrestleMania sign. Handcuffed. <laughs> fucking wins it. And he challenges Roman for the championship at WrestleMania. Book it. Book it, you fuckers. Book it. Undertaker, Roman Reigns, WrestleMania. And it's in Texas. You want to sell out fucking Jerry's World? Roman Reigns, Undertaker for the Universal Championship in Jerry's World in Texas. Fucking book it. Fucking book it. Undertaker wins the Royal Rumble. Oh, my God. 877-3... What's the fucking... 877-344-4893. 877-FIGHT-93. I'm hungry. Undertaker wins the Royal Rumble. Undertaker wins the Royal Rumble. Hey, everybody, this is Lindsay Rhodes. And with the NFL playoffs underway, what better time than now to check out my podcast, The NFL Road Show? We're going to break down the biggest games, key players, every angle in between with guests that go past the low hanging fruit and get to what you really need to know. We'll have new episodes every Monday and Thursday all the way through Super Bowl 56 in my hometown of Los Angeles. So please subscribe today wherever you stream your podcasts or listen on the SXM app included with most subscriptions. The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal 
and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. The best part of spring cleaning takeaway is the post-clean clarity you get. It's kind of like when you find out you've been paying a fortune for wireless when Mint Mobile has phone plans for $15 a month when you purchase a three-month plan. It's time to switch to Mint Mobile. All plans come with high-speed data and unlimited talk and text delivered on the nation's largest 5G network. Ditch overpriced wireless with Mint Mobile's limited time deal and get three months of premium wireless service for $15 a month. To get this new customer offer and your new three-month unlimited wireless plan for just 15 bucks a month, go to mintmobile.com slash busted open. That's mintmobile.com slash busted open. Cut your wireless bill to 15 bucks a month at mintmobile.com slash busted open. $45 upfront payment required, equivalent to $15 a month. New customers on first three-month plan only. Speed slower above 40 gigabytes on unlimited plan. Additional taxes, fees, and restrictions apply. See Mint Mobile for details. Warmer, sunnier days are calling. Fuel up for them with Factors, no prep, no mess meals. Meet your wellness goals in time for summer thanks to the menu of chef-crafted meals with options like Calorie Smart, Protein Plus, and Keto. Factors Fresh Never Frozen Meals are dietitian approved and ready to eat in just two minutes. So no matter how busy you are, you'll always have time to enjoy nutritious, great-tasting meals. With 35 different meals and more than 60 add-ons to choose from every week, you'll always have new flavors to explore. Crush your wellness goals this May with dietitian approved meals and ingredients that you can trust. Treat yourself to restaurant-quality meals that feature premium ingredients like filet mignon, shrimp, and blackened salmon. Head to Factormeals.com slash Busted50 and use code Busted50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next month. That's code Busted50 at Factormeals.com slash Busted50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next month while your subscription is active. It's Tony time. Owner and president of AEW, Tony Khan, joins us here on Busted Open. Tony, good morning to you. Good morning, Dave. How are you? I'm 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 excited because we got a huge dynamite on TBS tonight. Me too. I'm really excited. It's Beach Break, uh, and it's it's going to be one of our best cards. I'm really excited about everything on Dynamite tonight. Uh, thanks for having me on to promote the show. Tony, you're coming off of an awesome rampage, an awesome by means of show slash rating, and you know. I haven't been on this show with you for a while, but you always say, and I don't, you're the promoter that keeps his word. It keeps on, this is going to be, it's the old adage from Gorilla Monsoon. Any match could be a main event and you have been delivering that on a consistent basis. And that's why the ratings have gone up and that's why the houses go up. And that's why the fans love the different product known as AEW. So what do you got in store for us tonight? Well, tonight's going to be a huge night on Dynamite. Uh, we've got the ladder match for the undisputed TNT championship, Cody Rhodes versus the interim TNT champion, Sammy Guevara. Uh, really excited for this match. Uh, we've been looking forward to it for a long time. Uh, and uh, I also uh, think, you know, I always enjoy a good ladder match. Having both champions, both championship belts suspended over the ring, I think this is going to be a really, really great match. 
Well, I mean, thank you for coming on, as you always do, uh, to talk about the shows that are coming up. Because to get your perspective, Tony, about what we're going to see tonight, whether it's on a Wednesday for Dynamite or Rampage on Friday night, just to, just to give us your time is awesome. And there's a lot to get into with these matches. Uh, first of all, the ladder match uh, to see who is truly the AEW uh, TNT champion. It, maybe it's just me. And I'm a big Cody Rhodes fan. He's not a, he's not the biggest fan of me, but I'm a big fan of Cody, Tony, and you know that. Um, if you look at some of the biggest moments that happened in the short history of AEW, Cody's probably been a part of most of them. I don't think there's anybody that, you know, breathes and bleeds AEW more than Cody. Yet, the fans have kind of turned on him uh, in recent memory. Um, why do you think that is? Because to me, when I think of AEW, I immediately think of Cody Rhodes. I think it depends a lot of it on the opponent and the situation. Mm. Um, and you know, Cody's certainly willing to lean into that role, uh, and does a great job of it. And if against a person like Sammy, who's one of the most exciting young wrestlers out there and the interim TNT champion now, I think uh, Cody definitely has, has leaned into being a, an aggressive uh, heel and doing some things um, to help accentuate the match. I thought Cody versus Sammy on Christmas on Rampage was a tremendous match. Um, they have a lot of history going back to even before AEW on the independents, but I think they had a, a really good match, if I recall, on Wrestle Circus uh, that I watched before we even had an AEW, um, and they were actually the first match ever on Dynamite, uh, Sammy versus Cody, and the first match really in AEW TV history, too. So it's very fitting uh, that they meet tonight. And I, I think depending on the situation and the opponent, Cody uh, brings a lot of excitement to the matches um, and definitely got a lot of people talking uh with his promo, as they often uh, do generate controversy or excitement. And I think the most important thing in wrestling is the wrestling matches. And this is a match I, I really believe fans will want to see and will enjoy uh, the ladder match for the undisputed TNT championship tonight on Dynamite. Uh, Cody's promo was phenomenal. And you talk about turning a crowd. It's you know, his passion, his heritage in the business. And he's very, very truthful a lot for what he speaks about. And I have gone on this show many times and talked about Cody is an amazing baby face. And don't let your um, whatever you think is cool to do, don't let that turn a person to the other side because you don't realize what you have until it's gone. And Cody, from the scars on his back to everything that he's put in to this new character, which was always him, but never given the shot, uh, you know, outside of it. And, and don't, don't ever forget of what, how much Cody loves doing what he's doing, as well as he was born into this. Because like I said, man, you know, I use this example for the longest time. 
John Cena was a great babyface, and nobody appreciated John Cena until he was gone. So don't ever let that happen. Yeah, and I think uh, there's absolutely uh, a lot of reasons to be excited about this match. Uh, in addition to all the great stuff we're saying about Cody, I think Sammy Guevara from day one has been absolutely. one of the really important uh, stars in AEW. And I can't say enough about how much Sammy's improved as a wrestler, really from the beginning of Dynamite. Even though he, he wasn't the biggest name when the company started, he's worked his way up, worked his way into this position. And I'm really excited about the ladder match tonight on Dynamite. Yeah, for sure. You know, you mentioned uh, the inner circle, uh, Chris Jericho, Santana, and Ortiz. Obviously, a lot of drama involving them. You know, we, we talked at length last week, Tony, about the Pro Wrestling Illustrated Awards. And, you know, Faction of the Year was the inner circle in their awards for 2021. But judging from what we've been seeing the last few weeks, I think more than ever in their in their history together, you know, there is a lot of drama and there is a lot of tension between these members right now. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and Eddie Kingston may have uh, stirred some of the drama up with Santana Ortiz and Chris Jericho, um, but they're teaming up in a trios match tonight. It's great to have Chris Jericho back in AEW and teaming with Santana Ortiz versus Daniel Garcia in 2.0. Again, as I mentioned when I listed the match at the top of the show, or the top of my segment, rather, uh, that uh, Daniel Garcia has just risen so quickly. Um, and I'm I'm really, really happy to have him on Dynamite again. I think uh, he had a great main event with Sammy for the interim T, uh, TNT Championship as a Dynamite main event a couple weeks ago. And it is great uh, to have Garcia featured on Dynamite always. And uh, six great wrestlers in this match, two great tag teams, and like you said, uh, a lot of turmoil in the inner circle, um, something to definitely keep an eye on. And again, Eddie Kingston may be the person who started it. Uh, as he always does, he likes to stir things up, and he's uh, great on the mic. Tony, uh, again, I haven't been on here with you for a while. Uh, I always say uh, that you put wrestlers in the greatest position to succeed. I remember Brian Pillman when the show was in Cincinnati. Uh, Hook, who has just become this amazing character. His debut is in Long Island. You that's not just your crazy pro wrestling brain. That's all you So I feel from your sports mentality where you put the, the players in the best percentage to win. Uh, this is in Cleveland, which is in Wardlow's hometown. Wardlow. Do you think we're going to see some little bit of uh, rumblings with MJF and Wardlow? Well, I do think you're going to see both of them. I don't know if they're going to be, rumbling with each other but i do think uh you know wherever cm punk goes lately we seem to see mjf i know cm punk's going to speak tonight and uh you will definitely see wardlow tonight and i will unleash wardlow this evening uh so i'm very mm -hmm. excited uh for wardlow to be back in his hometown so you will definitely see both of them uh mjf and wardlow tonight on dynamite Interesting. And I appreciate that as well, because I remember every time we go to Oklahoma and it would be like, how are they going to embarrass Jr. tonight? 
or what are they going to, how are they going to embarrass Jerry Lawler for in Memphis? So I love moments like that because as they say, you can always go home. And the fact that you put these players in that position to shine is uh, another kudos to you. Well, Wardlow is going to have a nice uh, moment on the show tonight and you can't always promise people are going to win that match in their hometown. And, you know, and it's not always nefarious, but, uh, but, but there's been a lot of great hometown moments. So after, uh, that Cincinnati show uh, where John Moxley and Brian Pillman both picked up big wins. I thought it was good after that to also let fans know, you know, you, you want to create these hometown moments as much as possible. And I think more often than not, we've seen them. But there's times where I think a wrestling match can go either way. So you'll see someone featured in their hometown. They may not always win, but certainly we go out of our way to showcase people in their hometowns and uh and make it a good experience for the fans too uh speaking of players and teams tony any way i can jump on the jaguars bandwagon i mean unlike my team your season ended with a win unlike the dallas cowboys so i i'm thinking i might have to i I might have to make a change here tony i'm saying it publicly on air which i know is going to kill me but i think i might have to take a change or be like tommy and be a fraud and have every team in the nfl be my favorite team well, I, I don't know which of those two is preferable, but certainly there's room for you on the Jaguar bandwagon. We would love for Dave uh, to be a Jaguars fan and Tommy. Uh, we love all the fans, and uh, absolutely, Dave, welcome to the Jags organization. <laughs> and Jaguars will be in the playoffs next year. Mark this date down. Jaguars will be in the playoffs next year. No more rebuild. They'll be there. They got a team. Trust me. I study them. Not because he's my friend. I study football. They're going to thank be in the playoffs next year. Well, thank you. There, that is right. They there. had a lot of injuries. This isn't for football talk, but I'm telling you, they're they're a contender. So will the Lions be? All right, I'm writing it down. Uh, the fact that you mentioned the Lions, not a lot of cred- credibility to what you just said, Tommy. But I'm writing it down nonetheless. Um, it's money. Okay. All right. We'll put money down. Uh, Tony, um, you know, I always talk about here on the show about you. Uh, not just the great job that you do with AEW. Obviously, you're a fan at heart as well, and you're just a good person. Um, it must have been a great moment for you last Wednesday. John Moxley comes back, opens the show, microphone in hand. Um, you know, to, to come back after that absence, to get himself healthy, he looked absolutely fantastic. So I know that that moment must have made you proud on Wednesday. Yeah, absolutely. It really... Uh, really did, and to have John Moxley back in AEW is so important. Uh, but also, just to see him uh, made me smile and made me so happy. Uh, I really do love John, and uh, I missed him very much. And it was hard not having him, and uh, it was emotional in, in many ways. Uh, and certainly, I think for the fans. They really miss John also, and I think John missed wrestling and missed the fans. I think you could see that when he was back out there. And uh, he had a great comeback match last Friday on Rampage, and now John is back here in AEW, and uh, it's it's great having him back on the road with us. Um, the, clearly, again, the fans had missed him, uh, and things are just really – shaping up for a huge 2022 i think uh with mox back now in january 
healthier, happier, looking just better than ever. Uh, and certainly the best he's ever looked in AEW, I think. And it, it bodes really well for us for this next year. We got great numbers for his return. We were the number one show on all of cable on Wednesday. Wow. Uh, not just the number one show on all of cable Wednesday. Also, I guess for the week, I, I found out we beat every news and entertainment show. And I think we finished fourth for the entire week on cable, only wow. behind uh, one NFL game and two NBA games. Um, we also beat several NBA games during the week and a lot of other sports. So uh, to be one of the top four shows for the entire week on cable, but also the number one show on all of Wednesday was huge. And then Rampage in that 10 o'clock late night slot ended up being the number six show on all of cable Friday, which again was the best number we've done since October for Rampage. Um, These are, you know, pretty uh, detailed business points I'm giving, but for the hardcore wrestling fans, it's probably nothing new hearing these ratings and they're more important than ever because the revenue is a larger percentage of a wrestling company's revenue than it's ever been in 2022. And it's really important to deliver those numbers. So to make um, our network bosses at TBS and and TNT happy with the Dynamite and Rampage ratings uh, is one of the most important things we can do. And absolutely, John Moxley played a big part in that this past week also. When you talk about his match, I was, him and Ethan Page tore it up, yeah. and it, it was a long match, and it was his you know first match back. He did an amazing job, and I mean that that choke that he's got looks like it's the real deal. I don't want to ever fall victim to it, but everything about him, his bumps, his stamina, he's lean, but lean and muscular kind of like a Kevin Von Erich like lean and muscular and and he's just everything about him looks like great health which is the most important thing mentally and physically yeah that's an interesting comp on Kevin Von Erich uh Mox certainly is wearing shoes but uh (laughs) as far as the lean muscle I think that's a that is a very interesting comparison also the tall lean frame so um that that absolutely a flattering comparison and John is definitely in the best shape he's been in uh, since he's been in AEW. I really enjoyed that match very much, Ethan Page versus John Moxley. And I loved the Rampage show. I, I hope and think we'll have another great Rampage show on Friday to talk about. Uh, and I absolutely thought for this past Friday's Rampage, it was one of our best shows. I thought everything about it was great. I loved the wrestling on the show, I thought it was formatted and paced very well, and it made a lot of sense. I think John's opening was a huge hook uh, that did a great number. I thought they had a great strong style match, and that hard-hitting strong style kind of bout, um, a real heavyweight you know, slugfest or slobberknocker, as JR would say, followed by a great match between... Nick Jackson and Trent Beretta, awesome back and forth with Trent picking up the win in a match maybe more reminiscent of a best of the Super Junior final. I mean, this was a great match. And again, for these to be the first two matches on a wrestling TV show, uh, it's it's a pretty great start to the show. And then uh, to be able to pack a one-hour show and also have a really entertaining showcase 
for Hook, picking up the win over Serpenico and getting the big pop for dropping QT again. And then what an awesome main event for the TBS championship. Jade Cargill making her first ever defense of the TBS championship in the main event of Rampage versus Anna Jay in a match. They're both really young, and they're both very early in their pro wrestling careers. And I thought it was a career match for both of them. Anna Jay has been in some great matches and some great tag matches. Uh, but I thought this was the best match I've seen Anna Jay in. And now with Jade being 25-0, and 0, I really believe this was the best of the 25 matches. And it says a lot about how quickly uh, the two of them in their very young careers have, have risen to this point where they can have a great main event match. And, you know, I thought it was a great match to end a great rampage on Friday. And you're absolutely right about Jade and Anna Jay. And Jade, like, for for people who are wondering if she could do it, if she could be a champion, if she could be uh, thrive under that spotlight, to be in that main event on Friday night, without a doubt, there is no doubt about it, that was the best match that she's had in her short career so far, Tony. I completely agree. And, uh, you know, to see how far Jade has come so quickly, it's so impressive but it's not surprising to me at all. Uh, when Jade signed here, I could see the athletic potential. Absolutely, Jade looks like a big star. And not only does she look like uh, a huge star, but also has the most athletic ability, uh, somebody who played college sports and has that athletic mentality that you can count on. And as a coach, uh, when you – you know, call out the game plan and also somebody who's very aware of the clock in her position, you know, knows what, where the time of the show's at. Uh, as a basketball player, she knows how to watch the clock. And, you know, for me as a coach, I really appreciate that. So uh, you can count on Jade. She's proven it time and time again. And she absolutely delivered in that main event spot. And Anna Jay, once again, I mean, she's had some great matches in the past year. And just on Rampage in the past month, I think we've seen Anna Jay have some of the best matches on the show now with her main event match with Jade and also that epic street fight on New Year's Eve, Ty and Anna Jay versus Penelope Ford and the Bunny. Uh, so really, uh, I was I was thrilled with that main event and the whole Rampage show. Last Friday, you know, it, it did a great number for a reason. It was a great show. Tony, uh, this you listed everything that happened, and you've become kind of like this John Madden s guru for timing a show. You help write out the show, you write out the show, but timing has been a massive issue because you know if you if these things are going late, the show goes off the air. Um, how do you attribute this? like knowledge that you came upon because it, I mean, you listed everything that went on and I was, I did, uh, I'm kind of going from, you know, GCW, they just had this show and then the main event seems super short because I don't know if there was a timing issue, things went, you know, too long, but you've kind of mastered that with your talent. Well, with, I really appreciate that, Tommy. And I know you guys are probably running low on time here on this show. So uh, with dynamite tonight, I'll just say, how much time do you guys have left here on the show? We still have three, we still have three minutes. Okay, good. Okay. Well, so there, the, I, as you know, I always keep my eye on the clock. Uh, unlike, so, unlike Mike um, McCarthy with the Cowboys, but go on, Tony. Well, it's a very, <laughs> so uh, nevertheless, 
Uh, I um, enjoy, I really enjoy formatting the show. I, I put the show together every week and um, in the past few years have written every single show by hand, uh, Dynamite and Rampage. We've done 120 episodes of Dynamite and I think 25 or just over 25 episodes of Rampage, so close to 150 episodes of television. In all that time, there has only been one time where the main event ever got cut really short on time to this day, and it still pisses me off, and it was back in 2020. It was the Matt Hardy versus Sammy Guevara tables match um, because things had run heavy, and, you know, I, I believe other wrestling shows have don't have that track record of timing. I'm the person in the chair sitting there keeping people on time, keeping people accountable, and I think it does help and we've never had a show go off the rails. So when you add in all the pay-per-views we've done and all the specials, I think we've had between TV and pay-per-view about 160 shows and to only have one time uh, where the timing was a little bit off, I'm pretty proud. I think that's a a tremendous record to be over 99% uh, where everything stays pretty close on time. And it's a testament to the professional uh, people we have, you know, keeping segments going and then you see shows where you know it doesn't work that well and it it reminds me why um, I'm so strict on these time and I think Tommy you were there you've seen it firsthand at other shows too um, which is one of the reasons why I'm in the chair every single show I've never missed a a pay-per-view a dynamite or rampage I've been at every single one not just formatting them and putting uh, the matches on paper but also making sure the show stays on time. Well, well, we're out of time. Dynamite. Yep, there's no <laughs> doubt about it. Adam Cole, Orange Cassidy in a lights-out match tonight. Inner Circle, Jericho, Santana, Ortiz against Daniel Garcia in 2.0. Red Velvet and Layla Hirsch tonight. And, of course, Cody Rhodes and Sammy Guevara for that AEW TNT Championship uh, ladder match to see who's the undisputed champion. Again, that's tonight on TBS, 8 p.m. Eastern Time. As always, Tony, thank you so much for the time. We truly appreciate it. Thank you for having me on, Dave and Tommy. And uh, it's great to be on. And thank you, all you fans supporting AEW Dynamite. Busted Open is part of the SiriusXM Sports Podcast Network. The producer is Gabby Laspisa. The associate producer is Andre Viola. Sound design by Mary Bailon. Special thanks to SiriusXM Senior Vice President of Sports Programming and Podcasting, the legendary Steve Cohen, and SiriusXM Fight Nation Program Director, Mother Marissa, Marissa Rebus. SiriusXM Podcasts. With chocolate treats mixed into dark chocolate ice cream, the Tillamook Chocolate Collection is a chocolate game changer because the thing that pairs best with chocolate is more chocolate. Tillamook Chocolate Collection Ice Cream. Extraordinary dairy. The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand.